Jags podcast episode 80 and we are here breaking down real life football and it's exciting to see because we finally have some week one preseason film to break down we've posted our immediate reaction podcast immediately after the game last week but now we've had time to watch the film so now we have a different perspective on the entire game and although it was just the backups I mean that's our depth so it's important to see who did what and how people played but before we get into that make sure you follow us on all of our social medias everyone loves social media nowadays so you can follow us on Twitter at Another Jags Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Another Jags Podcast. I'm here with Mike tonight. What's up, Playboy? Mike. Admittedly, after the game, we were both a little concerned. A little bit. All right, about the game. But we've had time to go back and watch the film. So we go back and we break down the film. We watch every play. Because that way, when you watch it back, like you kind of see more than you do when you watch it live. It's just obviously the yeah, way it is. A lot of stuff going on. Exactly. What were your first reactions after you rewatched the film? That was different than like the, your first time after watching it live. Uh, immediately, I hate to snake your pick, but after rewatching it, Taven Bryan did not look as bad as I expected. I know he was getting a lot of hate from uh, some Jags fans, but uh, going back and looking at it, he actually looked pretty good. Also, going back and looking at it, Gardner, as weak as his arm looked, I I did hear. There was some uh, fatigue, and looking at it, the blocking was pretty bad. There's what do you mean fatigue? There was some fatigue. Like he was tired? Yeah, his arm, some arm fatigue. Some arm fatigue. Yeah. There's some reports of it. There's reports but of arm fatigue. Going back and looking, yeah, there was. What does that mean? Like he threw too much? I'm not sure. Or he, he played too much in practice? Or? I'm not sure. That's The reports were that he was fatigued. Okay. okay. And the blocking was pretty poor. So I, as bad as he looked, there was a lot of bad quarterback play Thursday night. That's true. And since then, last night, Blake Bortles looked horrible. Yeah, I was going to say, the thing that stood out the most to me was Taven Bryan's play. And not even that he played good, because he didn't play good. He, he and you would, you would expect okay. someone that was a first-round pick playing against all those level of competition he was. What do you, I think he played, like, what, four defensive series? Uh, Maybe yeah. five. But all in all, it really wasn't as terrible as people made it out on Twitter, at least. Yeah. He he had a couple, he had a lot of pressures that yeah. Lamar Jackson was able to get rid of the ball. Yeah, they they got the Ravens got rid of it pretty quick. Yeah, they did. I yeah. mean, they were game planning that quick offense. Yeah. We were even talking about during the game, like we both like that Greg Roman offense. Yeah, like it's the same offense that Kaepernick ran. Yeah, it's that pistol formation with the misdirection and yeah. inside zones, outside it's, zones. It's hard to just pin your ears back. And, yeah, exactly. Like they yeah. take away speed rushers in that offense, yeah. and um, you can make excuses all you want, but. They had Taven Bryan moving laterally more than they had him moving like up and down the field, yeah. which kind of was going to take. He's not going to get as many tackles and things like that because he, the majority of his meaningful snap took place on the inside interior of the line. Yeah. So, all in all, honestly, I don't think it was that bad. I don't think Gardner should played that well, but I, I expected that he didn't play as bad as I thought he did. Th- watching it Thursday, Thursday was pretty rough. Just the raw motions of it. Offensive line's pretty bad. I I, I saw some tweet today that can might even lose his job aj can yeah did he play that bad he did not look good at it. we we laughed at his snaps at center but yeah it must be pretty bad in practice did you go back and watch much of him i've watched a few snaps i try not to watch him just for my sanity reasons 
Yeah, I, I went back and watched the offensive line and trying to like nothing really stood out. I mean, everyone played pretty mediocre. The only guy that really stood out was Casey McDermott. Casey McDermott actually played a pretty solid game. A lot of people are on, on are on his bandwagon. Like smart, pretty, average. He, he doesn't seem to make a lot of mistakes. That's how he kind of was. He was in in Miami. He was solid and average at everything, but not great at anything. Do you think Will Richardson has has a chance for that job at all? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I watched him a bit, and he just kind of did that same thing that he did in college, where he didn't have a lot of athleticism and was just kind of like a get in your way type of guy. Yeah, his like kick step on pass block is funky looking, and his drive step and when they're running the ball doesn't look that great. Do you think at guard that makes a difference though? I mean, we've seen him at right tackle. Do you think him being at a guard? Do we see him at guard at all in the first game? Uh, he played a little bit of guard. I think okay. he, I think he moved inside because they had. Shatley looked really good at guard. He had, there was a play where they Shatley always looks yeah average. They had solid. a play where they pulled him around to the outside of the tackle on like a power or whatever it was, and and he looked pretty good. Uh, what about Jeff Swain getting a bunch of snaps at fullback? I mean, we didn't really talk about that. Do you think that's a lot or a lack of Oliver being injured or being healthy? I think they like him at full that like H back role. Okay, I mean, he had a couple plays where he lead blocked for whoever it was. But a lot of his plays were on play actions, and he was just yeah. getting flat. And he looked good though. There was a few for uh, we were watching blue that looked pretty good. He didn't follow the hole, but Swaim looked pretty good as a lead blocker. Nothing he's ever done before. Yeah, and he looked pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. So if Cam. you haven't heard, Norwell is reportedly had yeah. a quad. Was it a quad injury? A quad, yeah. And uh, those are tough. Um, you never want those. And really, there's been some news of injuries all over the team. So we have, uh, we, like we said, we have Norwell's quad, AJ Boye. He's not playing right now. Yeah. No, he's back. He's back at seven on seven. So he's back. Who was missing today? Jalen came back and was Didi gone? Who was it? Quincy Williams. They said his recovery's going well. Good. Marquise Lee, Cam Robinson. They said gonna be a minute. May not be ready to go by week. Cam one. Robinson not on pup, and then Marquise Lee probably will be, unfortunately. So what does that mean, pup? Uh, comes back after week six, eligible to come out. Come back after week six. I so, mean, with Con, I mean, I'm really cool with Conley, Chark, Didi. Yeah, I mean, those three have kind of emerged. Yeah. I just wonder how much Conley will be able to actually like contribute when he's playing at number ones and twos. I mean, Con- I mean, 550 yards last year. That I mean, I know they had a lot of weapons, a great, a legendary quarterback. Yeah, I think he can. And he was coming back. For- that was his first. It was months back from an Achilles injury. We- that's a horrible injury. The fact that he was even playing. Is impressive, so I don't think he's going to be uh, an MVP, but I think he can be a solid. I think those three can be pretty solid. Are you concerned at all about the injuries across the board for anybody? A- absolutely. I mean, we talk about it all the time, just stay healthy, and it's already not happening. Uh, Norwell, since he signed here, has not seemed to be able to stay healthy. He's a fantastic talent, but he's not been able to stay healthy. Lender, he's known for it. He's good for like 6 to 12 games a year. He's one of the best in the NFL but it's one of those things with the best, what is it, the best attribute in the NFL's health, what they say? Yeah, availability is the best ability. Yeah. So, I mean, if, like you said, I mean, those guys are yeah. just not on the field. Can, the one that the one person that can stay healthy is the probably the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I figures, right? Yeah. Well, they just, like I mentioned, they did mention that Quincy Williams' recovery is going well. So that's good because I could see, think he could see a lot of snaps outside linebacker. Everyone already knows that. But I'm excited to see him. His... Yeah. Hasn't really gotten a chance. We haven't got a chance Jake, to see him. Jake Ryan, does he does he make an impact this year? He, 
Doesn't seem like yeah, he, I mean, he's healthy at all. He came off ACL injury, too. Yeah. He's had a few. He's had one in college, I believe, one in the NFL. Yeah. And it's tough, man. There's that injury monster will get you. Is that a position that they look at the waiver or cuts, training can cups, or trading can, training camp cups? Training can. Jesus, camp. if I could talk. <laughs> training camp cups? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. One <laughs> of those words. Yeah. But I've heard that they won't, though, because we're a, we're a nickel team. How many snaps are actually available? Miles Jack is going to be playing a lot. A thousand snaps last year. But, I mean, who else is out after that who's playing? Does Ronnie Harrison get a linebacker? I mean, no. safety's not much better. Yeah. I think, I mean, Najee Good played a little bit. He played all right. There's a lot of average players. If you can, can combine them into one player, they'd be <laughs> a five overall. You know who had a really good play, though? Um, DJ Alexander. He did. Yeah, he had he a really good play. pointed that on, yeah, on, on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. He, he had a play-action boot where he just read right at the quarterback. It was great read. He disguised his blitz pre-snap. He was lined up on this weak side of the formation at about five to seven yards. Pre-snap, walks up to the line of scrimmage, puts his perfect timing, gets out in front of the chipping tight end. It was perfect. Maybe DJ Alexander is a guy who can come in and kind of fill the role at that linebacker position because yeah. a lot of the guys that are there now are really not that good. And if you're not familiar with DJ Alexander... Do you think Jacobs has his job sewn up? Uh, I mean, I think he's I think he's on the team for sure. I don't know how much... I think he's still playing for playing time. Okay. Because he hasn't really shown anything to make you think that he's like... A lock? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm rooting for him, but at the same time, I'm also real, realistic. Yeah. Uh, DJ Alexander was drafted by the Chiefs in the fifth round in 2015. Played college football at Oregon State. When he at Seattle? He was at Seattle, right? Yes, sure. he was at Seattle for a year, and then the Eagles for a year, and now he's in Jacks. And that's after spending two years in Kansas City. So he's got experience. He knows what he's doing. Hopefully he's a guy that's like a diamond in the rough, like one of those gyms that we find because we could use one at linebacker for sure. I mean, he actually he had a couple good plays where he blitzed well with like in the in the two minute defense. He had a really good blitz off the edge. He's just fast. He gets to the line of scrimmage quickly and yeah. he he has good timing and he, I like what I saw out of him. Anybody that stood out to you that we didn't I mean, we talked about CJ Revis. It looked good. It looked good. Quentin Meeks was up and down. That, exactly. We saw yeah. a few plays that Meeks was up and down. Um who was the other one? Borders. I'm sorry. What is this? Brian Borders. Brian Borders at times. He looked yeah. okay. Yeah. No, he, I, didn't, I didn't see a lot of times where he looked good. I thought that there was a few that he looked okay. Um, Trey Herndon. There, the fourth plays. and fifth job is it's it's open. Yeah. For sure. There's a lot of meh players yeah. over there. It's kind of hard to. Connor Strachan, the uh, line, rookie free agent linebacker out of Boston College, actually had the highest PFF grading of any player on the team. Wow. And we actually put a couple of cut ups of him, and he's like really solid. Like he's just a really solid fundamental linebacker. It reminds me a Daniel, lot. It, he was second. Picasso Nelson was first. Oh, Picasso Nelson was first. I Picasso forgot about Nelson. that. Yeah, but he, how many snaps did he play? Uh, He played 16 snaps. Okay, not a lot, but uh, hey, I'm rooting Fantastic for my boy Picasso. Name. Dude, my boy Picasso, he's one of the guys, we, we put a Twitter we put a Twitter video up of Picasso Nelson. Um, He's a defensive back, a good hands, yeah. good tackler, can plays with his leverage really well. I think well. he, tackling-wise, he had, out of all players, he had the third best tackling grade, and he's a defensive back. So, wow. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Picasso Nelson is a guy that's not going to make the team, but he's going to pop up on another team's yeah. squad next preseason. Everything you put on film, you can use. Absolutely. So, yeah, absolutely. Speaking of guy who we cut and then has some good film this preseason, your boy Alan Lazard had a nice deep touchdown. Ooh, the he other did. Day. And that, the guy he scored over, there was a big controversy on just in the social media aspect. There was the guy that he scored on. 
Earlier in training camp, he destroyed. He laid him out and flexed over the gentleman. And there was a camp fight. And then he gets torched. Really? And the so actual DB game. was that's involved hilarious. in the fight? Yeah. And that's hilarious. Yeah. So he flexed over some guy he laid out in training camp. They're in, not even in pads. He lays him out. And yeah, it's funny how that works. The Packers left tackle, David Bakhtiari, one of the best, most respected players in the NFL, tagged him in a tweet. So that's very unfortunate. If one of those players goes out of the way to tag you in a tweet, it's probably not a good thing. What did you think of Tay Hayes? Tay Hayes had an interception. He did. Jalen Ramsey was very excited for him. Yeah. Um, he's a player that maybe could stick. Is he a practice squad guy? Maybe. I think he gets cut. Yeah, he plays for another team. Yeah. He's, he's film. I mean, you play well. Well, what, he had a great interception, but then yeah. the very next drive, it was in the two-minute defense that they were playing, uh, he gave up a, a really gave up a jump ball touchdown to Earl Boykin. It was just a classic vertical route inside the red zone. Something you have to defend to defensive back, yeah. and he gave it up. Fortunately, there was a I think it was a holding call on the offense that allowed that play to happen. But yeah. at the same time, another guy who showed good plays and flashed, but really overall didn't have a great game. I mean, the entire defense didn't. I mean, when you give up twenty nine points, you know, usually things are. So yeah, there, there's only like what was that touchdown scored in the first half? So it wasn't. Even- was it a touchdown, three field goals? Yeah, there was a touchdown. There was a field goal in the first half and maybe a touchdown. Because I know, yeah. So they played pretty. They played. It was sixteen well. zero at halftime. Okay, was it? Yeah, McSorley looked okay. I mean, our defense. You know, I gotta say, it's uh, a lot of people missing. Though. Imagine being Doug Marone though, and your team scoring zero points. How how mad are you? It's the first preseason game. We have a nice quote from Doug Marone. I want to get your I feel opinion bad for a man. I want to get your Is he okay. Cracking? All right, let's. I'll, okay. I have a quote I want to get your opinion on. Marone had a pretty interesting quote today. Okay. And I'm going to get your opinion on what he said. But before we do that, we have to take a quick commercial break. So make sure you're following us on social media. Make sure that you are giving us a five-star rating on iTunes. Give us a nice review. Talk about how sexy Mike looks in this FSU yeah. Long sleeve shirt, even though it's 98 degrees outside. Um, do all that, and then um, whether you're listening to it through Big Cat Country or through Overtime Network, uh, make sure to support whatever ads you're hearing, and uh, tell them that another Jags podcast was where you heard about it, because that'll make us look better, and we're all about looking better. All right, we're gonna take a quick break on the video side. We will be back in about five minutes, um, and the podcast side will be back in like 30 seconds. All right, welcome back to another Jags podcast, episode eighty. I don't think that our YouTube live video is working, so I guess Jason, this is going to be one Jason. of those that you're just going to have to figure in your imagination what it looked like us sitting here talking about the Jags and the Week One film breakdown that was. Breaking news a little bit. Last podcast we were talking about Vedvik. Vedvik. Yes. Is that a Russian boxer? No, it is actually a former Ravens kicker. Oh yeah. Yeah. We, uh, did we call that one or did we, we call did. that one? We said he probably earned himself a job. Yeah. For a few weeks until the Vikings suck and they cut him because he misses a kick. <laughs> the curse of the Vikings. Yeah. And kickers are, I mean, that position is just like insane. Yeah. All right. So I want to get to something that kind of happened today um, in the Jags organization. And I don't really know how to feel. Like, kind of go back and forth. Um, so let's read this Twitter question and we didn't really ask for Twitter questions this week because obviously we're just breaking down the film of the game, mm-hmm. but this one was sent to us. So we're just going to read it and I want to get your thoughts. And this is from the Noah Bennett and he's at the Noah Bennett. 
And he says, thoughts on the video of the players going crazy in the locker room. Yeah. So if you don't know, was it Quentin? Well, who was it? Quentin Meeks? Or no, CJ Revis. Okay. CJ Revis posted this Instagram video of AJ Boye going crazy in the locker room of Cam Robinson, like dancing on a chair, getting hyped to some little boosy music. We've all been there. We've all been there. Yeah. Um, here's the thing about the video though, is we don't know when it was from, like it could have been an old video and CJ just randomly decided to tweet it or to Instagram story it today for whatever reason. Cause it had people in it that were injured and that are injured. But let's say the video did happen because we, we have no clue. So the video did happen like literally after the last game. What would be your opinion of what happened on the video? Like, like does it make you think different I, the players? I'm like, gonna let you go with that one first. I like Jason question. I don't think it's a good look. I don't think it's a good look. And and if you if you haven't seen the video, like someone picks up a chair, like a nice chair with the Jaguars embroidered logo on it throws it on the ground, starts punching the logo, but really just like punching the chair. Okay. And it's it's weird because they're acting kind of crazy, but we've all been in those moments where we're like super hype and we're doing things that's kind of stupid. Okay. So do you think that makes the organization look bad? And I guess the bigger question is, do you think it makes Marone look bad? Do you think it was recent? Um, I didn't, I don't think they know when it was posted from. Okay. No confirmation if it was recent or... No, we don't know. Okay. I think the jerseys looked like they were older jerseys from last season, maybe. But I was just going off people's like comments and Twitter comments, but I don't know if it's true or not. But let's say it is true. Is that are you, Do you look at it any differently? Do you look at Maroon's control of the locker room different? I mean, if it was just like an after practice mess around, I mean... I mean, throwing the chair on the ground, like destroying a chair. Like, we don't know what room they're in. They could be in a in a chair destroy room. I mean, I mean, it's not like they ripped the chair to pieces. It seemed. I mean, was it broken? I mean, no, but hard to tell. Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean it's not about the chair's broken. It's just like. I mean, I've seen. That's not how you treat things. Okay. I mean, do you see when like when you win and they're spraying champagne and you're tearing the rock the locker room apart, does that make any difference at all? Or not? Yeah, really? because you've like won something significant when okay. that happens. I mean, as, and we also do not know the, the... Well, we know it was it had to be either last year or this year, and then okay. nothing significant's happened since that time frame. Okay, and... We, we beat the know, Patriots. We don't know the location. It could be, what if it's a, it a had, training camp site off campus somewhere, if it was last year's training camp, then why are you and still, missing around. still, why are you destroying a chair? I don't think it's that big of a deal. Okay. I yeah. agree, but it's just, it's weird. It's a weird look. Like, it's a weird post it. But why are you acting like that? Like, you're hyped. Why destroy a chair? You know? Yeah. Like, when I get hyped, I like punch people. Yeah. And shove well, Why people. do people do that, though? Who knows? I don't, know, I don't know. We teased a quote that Doug Marone had. He said, Doug Marone, quote, says he's done everything that he can do. He's changed his philosophies to try to escape these injuries, but can't. Yeah. Because our team is so weak. The team is weak? Yeah, of course. Very sarcastic. <laughs> Do you like the philosophy he's had this go around off season more than last season? I don't know. Last I, season I, was like hard nose, three yeah, days, they had, all that. I think they had like, I might be wrong, 14 straight days of padded practice last year. That's crazy. Yeah, which is a lot. Him and Coughlin, they definitely, I mean, I do appreciate them updating their approach a little bit this year more modern 
doesn't seem to be helping, but hopefully in the season it might actually reap its benefits. But I mean, is there as of right now? I mean, I know Norwell's injured. Um, Cam Robinson. I, I mean, they they were injured last year, but I mean, besides that, I mean, Quincy Williams. Okay, three or four weeks. Yeah, I'll take this now before the regular season. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, but. Do you prefer that philosophy? That's like the McVeigh Rams philosophy yeah, of absolutely. Oh yeah, me too. So if you didn't see before we move on to like what you want to see from the Eagles game, because I think we both have pretty specific expectations of what we want to see. There was maybe, some cuts maybe. that happened. Yeah. Um our boy Benny Cunningham got the boot. Yep. Were our you, boy. Were you surprised? Not really. Me neither. Hasn't played. When he injured too. Yeah. Yeah. Hamstring or something like that. Rock Thomas, any surprise there? Have we actually confirmed that? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I believe everything I read on the internet, so I imagine I that believe it's that as well. That's the way that it goes. But anyone you think will get cut soon? Is there a surprise cut coming soon? Yeah. Uh, probably not. Okay. Can. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean that would be super shocking. He'd be at least depth. Yeah. So the Jaguars waived Rock Thomas and they signed tight end. Was it Carson Meyer? Yeah. Yeah. So Carson Meyer, tight end. You know, continue to find that two. I mean, they ran a lot of two tight end sets. We noticed that they ran why a lot of single why back. Why sign him in the first place, Rock Thomas? I don't know, man. I can't. I can't back. Who knows why they make these signings? It's don't seems pretty it. frivolous. Yeah. All right, we just got a text from someone. Uh oh. That said, they took Leonard Fournette in the third round. Poor their guy. fantasy draft. Not even a Jaguar fan. He's actually a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah. Poor guy. What do you think about that? Where would, where would Fournette go? Where would you take him? Uh, Obviously, he's the first Not Jag. that early. I would take him third round for sure. Nah. I'm, I, I made that... I made that bet last year. I'm probably not gonna. I'll skip yeah. that one this year. Well, the last year went in the first round. This year, him and Le'Veon were my. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think I had Fournette too. Oof. Yeah, I always take a Jag running back because I have to have some sort of side rooting interest than just the wins and losses. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna wrap it up with this. Jags are playing the Eagles on Thursday. We might even get another show in before then. Uh, Joey might be here to talk about his thoughts on the Eagles. Not sure. But we got Mike here. And Mike, what do you want to see out of the Eagles game? I mean, I'm not sure how many players are actually going to play that game. Uh, just stay healthy at this point. Um, if Foles, I wouldn't mind seeing Foles play a few snaps just for my own selfish interest because I want to see him throw. I want to see a spiral. It's been so long. But just stay healthy. How would you feel if they played the same amount of, like, the same lineup they did last, as the last game? Like, what um, if like there was 30 guys that didn't play? It'd be disappointing, but I wouldn't blame Maroon at all. Yeah. No. I almost would prefer not to see those guys. Yeah. Maybe a little bit in the third game. You want free tickets to the game, so you probably wouldn't, but I am okay with that I one. I will be at the game, yeah. as I am at every game. We'll be in the Sky Patio. Come by, say hey. Good luck. We'll right be, next to the dogs. He's we'll, got some treats in his pocket. <laughs> we're real easy to find. Uh, we're up there. We're pretty loud and uh, obnoxious. But it's going to be really good. I want to see the offensive line play more cohesive as a unit. Yeah. I want to see them on inside zone a little bit more. I want to see them on sweep. I don't think I, we saw very many sweeps. I want to see a jet sweep. Save that for the regular season. I still want to see it though and see how yeah. those edge linemen 
you know, set the edge and block. Filippo's saving that. He's holding that card in his pocket. I don't. I don't know how happy I was with the play calling selection of Filippo last game. I mean, it's been shit. I'm not I sure know it was it. vanilla, but it was like, man, a lot of two tight end sets, a lot of yeah. H back sets with Swaim in the backfield. Yeah. Like, would you rather have Swaim coming out of the backfield, or would you rather have Chris Conley in the slot? Chris Conley in the slot. Yeah, even on running plays. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, it, I could be proved wrong. It's vanilla. I think I, I wouldn't count too much in that one. Yeah, I just hopefully I would have liked to seen more like trips formations. I'd have more seen more ten formation with the running back and no yeah. tight end and shotgun. I don't. I don't know. I'm not gonna try to dissect it too much. I think we will learn a lot this week though, and I think the Eagles have quality depth. And okay. yeah, and I think I mean we'll, they got blasted by Tennessee last week. Did you think so? They have. I mean, I don't know how much they're gonna be playing either. Yeah, but I think players will play more week two than they do week one. Okay. So I mean, we'll see. You think Carson Wentz plays at all? Uh. Yeah, even Maybe. last week. So yeah, Wentz versus Foles that could be interesting. Yeah. Peterson versus DeFlippo, that could be a good little. Yeah, I think we'd probably outcoach them pretty easily. Yeah, I'd like to see Keelan Cole house another kickoff. That would be without a excellent day without a holding call. Yeah, he looked good. He looked fast. Yeah. I'm telling you, Keelan Cole is going to surprise you, yeah. and I've been standing by that for a while. He's going to surprise people. He really is. Um, but. Anything else you want to add about the Eagles? We're going to make this a short podcast because we understand this is preseason. This is midweek. Not a lot to break down. Okay. Anything uh, else? You excited to see your old boy Cyprian out there? To the Eagles now? Yeah, he got signed recently. <laughs> Poor Mike K. Can't escape him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I think we're going to end. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, Another Jags Pod, Facebook, Instagram, Another Jags Podcast. This is our little midweek episode between games uh, we're excited about week two of the preseason it's a home game uh, make sure to say what's up to us we're there. we'll be there in the sky patio hanging out um, you can come hang out there and we will watch the Jags together and hopefully see some quality starting linemen and line starting receivers yeah. and quarterbacks things like that and healthiness healthiness that's that's rule numero uno I'd like to see if the, there's any like variations in formations as well that'd be cool to see we didn't have a lot of we didn't have a lot of offense. Like we didn't run a lot of offense. We were like out of the end zone, yeah. four yard line. It's hard to run your offense when you're in bad field position like we were. So it's going to be exciting. We appreciate you guys listening. Uh, thank you so much, and we will see you next week. And as always, go Jags. <laughs>